The Versecast is brought to you by Engine. Create your free community website at enjin.com. Recorded live in the virtual hangar of our minds, we are those guys with ships, and this is episode number 169 of the Versecast, our Star Citizen Gaming Community podcast. Now with extra cheese, today is August 28th, 2947. Your level of occlusion may vary. Now, um, before we get started, guys, uh, thoughts and prayers out for everyone affected by Hurricane Harvey. We hope that everyone that needs help uh, can get it uh, as soon as possible. It's a horrible situation going on down there, and uh, we hope that uh, that people's um, um, suffering uh, can uh, be alleviated uh, as soon as possible. So, want to keep want to toss that out there because I know we have a, we have a couple of, uh, of guys with ships that live in. Um, I don't know if they live in the Houston area, but I know that we have a couple guys near Austin, I believe, and uh, and certainly and then uh, CIG has an Austin office too. So we're we're hoping that all of those people are okay. Although I, I believe that Austin is a little bit inland, and I don't know that it's uh, certainly not as affected as Houston has been. But uh, uh, you know, for everyone, anyone, we we, we hope that uh, that uh, they can get through this this horrible situation um, uh, as uh, with as as little suffering as uh, as possible. So. Um, gentlemen, how how do we be, Jimmy? Well, I know Ace is out sick, so I'm going to say that that would be gentle. Uh, you see, I had the joke. I had the joke there. I had the joke. <laughs> We're pretending that Ace was here. Oh, I see. Um, I'm actually a little under the weather as well, but uh, I decided to uh, suck it up and uh, and do the show. Um, just a quick follow up on uh, Harvey. There's somewhere in the area of thirty thousand people that have lost their homes. Uh, so, you know, just on, from from me, I would say that, you know, donate to the Red Cross, um, donate to Salvation Army, um, donate to an, an organization of your choice, um, but help. It's it's going to be a, a long, hard road for the people of Texas. We're talking, you know, it's not going to be weeks, it's not going to be months, it's going to be years. And, um, yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, thoughts go out to everybody out there, and I hope uh, everyone in our community and everyone in the greater community that is the human, you know, experience, everybody uh, is safe and, and recover as quickly as possible. Amen. Amen. Ace, how are you doing? Ace? Hey, hey. <clears throat> Ace, hello. Ace, come in, Ace. See, it's not the same. <laughs> yeah, I know. Ace is sick. Ace, Ace uh, emailed earlier today, and he said that he had a frog <laughs> in his throat. I'm assuming that that was metaphorical. Um, if not, uh, hospital, now, go. Um, but uh, uh, we hope that Ace is, is also feeling better uh, yeah, soon. Some uh, springtime springtime bugs in the air. Uh, except it's fall almost. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but right. I, yeah, I, sure. I think, but summer, summer colds are the worst, or summer summer 
Well, you know, colds suck anyway, anytime, but... Uh, fall fall colds, or end, fall of, colds, end, yeah. end of summer colds, yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely... And it's really hot here right now. I don't know what it's like up for you in NoCal, but down here in, in the Southern Californias, um, it is. it has been a hot day. Oh, uh, we just ugh. returned home from, from the desert, and the temperature is 20 degrees hotter here. Yeah, that's it's What's crazy. That? But, oh. you know, global warming is not a thing. No, no, no. <laughs> in Sacramento. Uh-huh. All right. <clears throat> so we got a lot to get to tonight. Um, uh, you know, we should, uh, before we get started, uh, just mention real quick, uh, production schedule report, uh, weekly newsletter. Uh, we haven't had a weekly newsletter for a while, and the last one we got didn't really say much. It was just, you know, hey, they're getting ready for Gamescom. Uh, the production schedule report, um, we did not get one last Friday. Um, uh, we did get a burn down though, and the burn down had uh, 68 bugs until avocado time. Uh, the um, the last production schedule report we received uh, was on the 18th, and uh, that had uh, 67 bugs. Um, so obviously this thing fluctuates. I mean, they they can fix a thing and it breaks up uh, other things. So it, it isn't uh, it is not a linear um, uh, transition. It it definitely um, is kind of all over the place, but. Um, uh, they are continuing to work on that. We look forward to hearing more later this week. I'm, I'm guessing everybody has... I um, um, uh, haven't seen the, too many uh, of the folks on the Twitters. I know that Brian Chambers was leaving uh, was leaving uh, Germany, uh, I think, earlier today or, or yesterday. So I know that they're all heading back, uh, back home to resume uh, business as usual. So uh, we wish them um, well and safe in their travels uh, getting there so they can continue uh, developing the game we're all uh, here waiting for. So... Um, how, how incredibly frustrating to, to spend all of your time combing through code to find the thing and fix it. And go, hey, look, I fixed it. And then have somebody next to you go, yeah, that's great. You also broke this thing. <laughs> it depends on your personality. Some 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 programmers, <laughs> they, they get off on that. Ha! I fixed my thing and destroyed your life! <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, so, but... I see now I have to replace all the guys with Jimmy. Jimmy, we are going to do yet another mystery. Because there was Gamescom last week. There was. There was, yes. We are going to do yet another Mystery Science Guys with Ships Theater. And that acronym is long and unwieldy, so I'll just leave that alone. Treatment for the CIG Gamescom presentation the evening of Friday the 25th, pre-recorded live at the Gloria Theater in beautiful Cologne, Germany. Uh, but first, we'll uh, touch a little bit on the daily streamings from the Gamescom floor, featuring streamers uh, Meyer Test, DJ Knight, and Sergeant Gamble. So, uh, it's it all started. Well, there was a press thing on Tuesday. There was nothing really there. There were a few tweets from uh, from some press folks talking about. Um, they they were saying they were playing 3.0. They actually weren't playing 3.0. They were playing a, a stripped down uh, version of it. So, uh, please, people, don't be don't be um, um, confused and, and think that that what they were playing is the only thing that's coming in 3.0. There's going to be uh, a lot more. Yeah, as um, as I understand it, they were they were basically trying to create a small enough test bed test bed to keep everybody close together. It was just uh, Daymar, right? Right, they they there was they wanted to keep people close together because they were rotating, they were rotating new players in every fifteen minutes. So they wanted to try to keep people um, in, in a small space to interact. That's that's one of the things that they were talking about. So there was no quantum drive, there was no uh, Moby Glass, no missions, no money. Um, 
and also uh, they uh, they had stripped out a lot of things that were because as the development process, like as we were just saying mere moments ago, uh, as uh, as that guy fixes the one thing, uh, he breaks uh, you know half a dozen of, of the other guys' things, and sometimes those half a dozen things that get broken in the fixing of the one um, are ships, and so that's why there was no dragonfly, there was no caterpillar, there was no connies uh, in the Daymar demo. Uh, it was um, it was. Uh, um, we had a list of ships, but it was it was a, it was a pretty small list of ships. There was the Knox, there was the Prospector, uh, Gladius, um, the, the sexy new Cutlass Black. I am so sexy excited new. about. Yeah, so those were in there, but that was why the other ships were missing is because um, in a recent iteration, um, and I and I, I get the sense that that because Board Gamer had said that this demo was the same build that the um, uh, PC Gamer guy uh, played last month. In that also someone from GameStar uh, played more recently. I'm not sure exactly if that's true because uh, uh, what we saw um, on the floor uh, there was uh, um, was different than what the uh, PC gamer guy described. So, uh, but I, it's that's you know splitting hairs doesn't really matter. Um, uh, point is is that it was it was not the full thing. So you know there are people people that were you know just sort of wandering by if they saw that and go oh well that doesn't you know that's that's not it, you know. There's there's more there's more stuff coming. Uh, the thing that they did at the uh, Gloria Theater um, had more of the stuff that's coming. Although there was some stuff in there too that isn't coming, so it can be a little bit confusing. But um, just just know that. And it's Mark and I were talking uh, earlier on the show we're doing next week that um, um, Gamescom is kind of a weird critter, especially when you have the uh, Gloria Theater event because you have you know the the gaming world's arguably the gaming world's largest event. And then you also have um, a event specifically tailored for backers, so you have to have uh, you have to throw a broad net in the in the one context. In the other context, you have to um, you have to uh, service your fans. So it's a it's it's a, a an awkward balance, I think, uh, at times. But. Um, so, yes, so the streamers and the uh, the uh, show floor attendees were playing um, on local servers, so they didn't have any, uh, the net uh, code issues were, were negated uh, um, uh, to some extent that way. Um, and they had a couple of servers running, so sometimes the streamers were playing on um, a separate server by themselves, and then sometimes they were playing with um, uh, the rest of the, uh, of the folks uh, that were visiting the booth. Um, and as we said earlier, uh, it was Damar only. Um, although they could go, um, they could go up into the atmosphere directly above it, so you were able to um, see the atmospheric uh, reentry thing. The first day, the effects, the particle effects weren't working, but they did get that fixed, um, um, and so you could see that thing. You know where your where your nose gets all warm and runny <laughs> as you're uh, as you're going into atmosphere. So that that was cool. Um, and uh, like on that first day on Wednesday, Brian uh, Chambers uh, sat in with uh, Disco and the stream team, and uh, he fielded a pretty broad range of questions. Nothing really specific that stood out. Um, um, lots of questions from the chat because chat always asks the best questions. It's true. Mm, uh, Thursday, the next day, um, same same stream team show. Um, I texted in Discord with Tabascoid, uh, a guy with ships. Uh, while he was in line waiting to uh, fly a Knox, which was very cool, um, he uh, reported back that he finally got to play and had great fun with uh, both the ground vehicles and uh, some of the ships too. I guess the weather over there um, was was horrendous as well because um, they they were uh, <clears throat> chatting in Discord about uh, the after the after 
show, I guess. Um, but it was, uh, they got soaked. I guess it was, it was really bad and they were, you know, having to drive, you know, 10 miles an hour on the Audubon or something uh, to, to get home because it was just torrential rains. But there was um, Tabascoid and uh, Tovirus was there. And I don't, I can't remember if, I, I couldn't tell for sure if Bunyan Snipe was there or not, but I think he might have been. Um, so, uh, but they shared a couple of pictures uh, uh, specifically of uh, Barsidenson events prior to, uh, to the actual show. Um, so that was, uh, that was fun that they, uh, they shared, um, uh, shared some of those pictures. Got to see uh, those guys with Ship's T-shirt uh, representing there in, uh, in Cologne. So, um, although they might have been in Frankfurt because the, the events were different days and people were coming from different places. But anyway, it was there in Germany and, and, and they were representing. And so, um, you know, thanks guys for doing that. We really appreciate Listen, the it. bottom line is the sun never sets on those guys with ships. <laughs> That's true. And look how that worked out for the British. Um, so uh, we got some new commercials. Oh, no, wait, I'm sorry. I skipped ahead. Um, Aaron Roberts, uh, he, um, he sat in with uh, Disco and the gang. Um, and uh, like Brian the day before, um, uh, Aaron was uh, fielding mostly general questions. Um, uh, the, the thing that kind of st- uh, stuck out that he mentioned is that the 3, 3.0 feature set has not yet been finalized. So um, uh, they're, they're still, again, we're back to, uh, we need to give these guys names, these developers. We'll call them Rick and Morty. <laughs> As Rick go, and perfect. Morty are, are, are developing, um, uh, they need to get to a place where Rick fix some, fixes something and it doesn't break seven things of Morty's. Um, so then, uh, I guess at that point it'll be it'll be completely finalized. But well, I'm sure they will report on that um, in upcoming burn downs. Where um, are we on uh, the 3.0 release schedule? I, I, I last I'd heard uh, it had changed a little bit. There is no more release schedule. It's um it's uh, it's burned down now. So uh, they uh, what they report on a weekly basis are the number of bugs, um, and they break them down into categories. There's actually the last number I heard, I think, was 3,019. 3, they're not bugs. 3,019 issues to be resolved. Something like that. Right. Uh, but I, I thought I saw something for like um, like October. Not that I'm aware of. What huh. what what we're what we're hearing. What we had they have been doing on the most recent shows. And Eric uh, Chiron Davis did the burn down last Friday. Right. Right. Um, because he's got the hair for it. Really, you know, he does. You, you he does that. have the hair for it. No, totally. Yeah, um, and uh, what he reported was what did I say? Sixty-seven bugs. Um, no, sixty-eight bugs until avocado time. So that's stuff that has to be finished before they can pass it to avocado. After it's in avocado, they'll still be able to work on those three thousand issues plus what it, any other uh, uh, issues or bugs that pop up uh, during the avocado testing before sending it on to the the general PTU. So. Um, I think they've um, the last few there have not actually been a date they've removed the dates they, they still have the Gantt charts where they show you know the relative progress of stuff right I but, think that's what I was looking at yeah but there's no release dates in there anymore so gotcha. there's no release windows anymore so um, and I think a lot of those things are already done so it's because um, and I'm not sure exactly when you reach the end of that Gantt chart bar if that means at that point it's in testing or if they extend the bar if testing goes longer i'm not sure but i think that the the, the critical statistic is is the uh the bug count and the burn down as far as getting uh um to uh to avocado you know we have uh, we have some avocados in our group oh very nice yeah too bad they can't tell us what too bad they can't tell us anything when when anything actually happens but you know (laughs) 
So, so basically, the long and the short is uh, they are CIG is dragging 3.0, kicking and screaming across the finish line. <laughs> you know what? Um, I wouldn't be surprised. It, well, no, game Citizen Con's too far off. Um, I don't know. There's there, there's no point in, in guesstimating. It's just no, wa- no, it'll be watch, it'll be done when it's done. Watch the bugs. Yep. Watch uh, yeah, and watch the bugs. Listen, listen to next week's show. That we just did. Oh, God, bugs, bugs, not, not computer bugs. Bugs, Ooh. bugs. Oh, desert is a scary place. Oh yeah. Um, did, did you run into some varagoons? Uh, no. Uh, scroll up. Scroll up to the very top. You'll see what I ran into in my bedroom in the middle of the night. Yeah, isn't that a varagoon? Uh, no, that's a camel spider. A camel spider. Okay. Varagoons are, are like very angry, fleshy-colored ants that have a lot of attitude, and if you piss them off, they will they will come at you, bro. That's actual size. Yeah, that's not surprising. That's the yeah. thing. You know, everybody talks about how great the desert is, but you know, you go out there a few times and you see some of the some of the um, crawly critters that are out there, and it, it tends to be a little bit of a wake-up call for some folk. Other folk <laughs> don't really mind so much. I was, uh, I, I mean, and I apologize to those of you who will, who you, I don't, I, well, actually, I need to apologize into the future for those of you that will hear this the second time on the next show that we did previously. Um, that um, I was actually up at, at uh, uh, four in the morning local time watching the uh, presentation on my, on my uh, cellular telephone um, when that thing came walking across the room uh, by my feet. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's nighttime, that's when they're out and about. Yeah, yeah. It was um, there was much shrieking, <laughs> and not and not all from from me either. So, oh, um, sure. did it hiss at you? <laughs> um, so we we did. We got new commercial. <gasps> There's that. It's coming back, Jimmy. What's that frog? <gasps> I che- I no the the spine sucker. I checked I checked my luggage thoroughly. It's coming back. Ah. Um. Yes, new commercials. Um, I'm pretty sure that they're they, they are all brand spanking new. But anyway, we've we've got bright shiny uh, commercials for the Knox, the Ursa Rover, and the Cutlass Black. Oh, and and the Miss Prospector too. So um, and and the 600i. Well, not yet. That was this was on Thursday. Oh, um, oh, right. We haven't got there yet. Sorry. Yeah, and um, and all of these uh, lovely craft went back up for sale. I haven't gone out to the to the page to see um, to see if the sale sale is still going on. Um, but I, they were talking about on the stream streams that uh, there was some special pricing and Q codes. They were handing out uh, uh, souvenir cards at the event that had Q codes on them. So, of course, the first thing that uh, uh, I'm sure not uh, Tabascoid or, or, or Tovirus, um, because I'm, I'm sure they wouldn't do this, but uh, folks were photographing the, the Q codes and posting them up on Reddit. And so apparently you could use those to... Um, to get a discount on some of these uh, for sale ships, so um, I don't know if it's still in in effect, but definitely uh, do go check it out if you're planning on buying one one of these because um, you may be able to save yourself a, a little bit of money, which is never a bad thing. Um, and because the stream team was all awash in the performance butters, uh, someone asked, uh, "Hey, stream team, what rigs you running over there?" And uh, the answer is they were running because um, it was smooth. The the I mean, they've certainly local network, all of these things, uh, you know, a subset of the total build, all 
uh, all of that stuff contributes, but also um, having a, a monster uh, PC uh, is, oh, yeah. is not going to hurt, too. Uh, so they were rocking uh, i7-77Ks, uh, 32 gigs of RAM each, uh, GTX 1080Ti's, um, and, of course, uh, the Intel SSDs. So um, nice, nice machines. Yeah. I, um, uh, I was yep. desperate. I was constantly looking to see any footage of the uh, crew quarters on the Cutlass Black. And I, I did not find anything. Um, I saw, like, I was watching the video of them uh, loading in uh, what was the Knox into mm-hmm. the uh, into the cargo bay. Mm-hmm. Um, caught a glimpse of the side bay doors that open on the ship. So you know, not just the back, but also the side bay doors for the cargo. So got a good look at the cargo bay, and then someone went ran right through the crew quarters without stopping to to do a three sixty or anything, and went right up to the bridge. And I was like, man. I know. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know if that bathroom has a door on it or not. (laughs) That's right. I've got my modesty to think of. (laughs) All right. So um, uh, Friday, uh, Friday morning before the um, uh, before the event, because they they actually started a couple hours earlier. So I I did miss that because that would have been like getting up at midnight. uh, but uh, what I did see, uh, more of the same, um, I did see, I wake up in time to see the Eric Chiron Davis interview. And uh, yes, his hair actually looks normaler at 105 in the morning California time. So that's, that's, that's good to know. Um, and uh, but you know, kind of like with, with Brian and Aaron, uh, the information uh, they were they were holding it uh, pretty close to the vest, and uh, um, the rest of it was uh, they discussed was pretty much information that we'd all heard before. But um, uh, of course, you know, if you're um, uh, less uh, uh, following of the of the stuff th- uh, than we are, it uh, it could be new to you. Um, so um, definitely um, uh, do. Uh, to check all of that out because uh, you can you can get uh, replays on those. I did not see for Saturday they were going to do another one on Saturday to close out the show, and they have not posted anything. So uh, I'm not sure what happened um, with that, but uh, uh, I don't know if after the event they just said that's it, we're going home. Uh, but um, I don't, don't see that, any reason why that why that would have been the case. But um, so, but I'm just assuming they were going to be doing, and I think they had mentioned uh, throughout uh, that that was what they were going to be doing um, each day on the floor. So it would have been more of those guys uh, streaming, uh, streaming that special build. Uh, I I have trademarked um, what did I call it? Um, Damar demo TM. Uh, so, oh, nice. Yeah, because uh, I thought that was more a more accurate uh, uh, description than just calling it 3.0. Um, Daymore Demo 3.0 Light Light Yeah um, Yeah <laughs> I was, I was <laughs> sure. looking for it I, I was pretty sure that if I just if I just hung my head out the window That something would come and it didn't happen um, Alright so um, Mystery Science Guys Theater There's two of us Yes that's enough for guys Plural Good That's true Okay so um, We have um, The presentation on Friday the 25th live from the Gloria Theater uh, but first first um, the um, before we get into that the presentation started off with an advert uh, yes a concept sale the uh, origin jumpwork 600i it comes in two flavors the luxury touring edition and an exploration edition with its own fancy rover vehicle very classy Yes, so um, uh, you have the, the two editions, and uh, either or both can be yours for between 375 and 835 USD. Um, so were you tempted, Jimmy? 
No, no. Um, I, I, you know, the, the thing is, like, I have, I think I have the ships that I, I want to have to start the game. Um, I've got a, a single pilot uh, fighter. I've got a uh, single person uh, cargo vessel. I've got a multi-crew cargo vessel, and I've got a large multi-crew cargo vessel. Um, so I think I'm pretty good. Uh, the ship's interesting. The 600i looks really cool. Um, and I think that, you know, downstream when the game goes live in, in you know, one to two years and we're, we're in it and we're playing and, and a lot of these ships are, are in the verse, I'll be curious to see if any of those are going to fit my play style better. Like, for example, the 600i. Uh, might be a really cool ship to convert into a smuggling ship. You know, throw a nice black paint job on it and kind of travel around in style. But, you know, it's all about the cargo space. You know, I don't think a smuggling vessel has to have a giant cargo space, but it has to have enough of a cargo space to make whatever it is you're hauling uh, worth it. So, Mm -hmm. for me, it's like, I really do like the Freelancer, but I kind of love the Cutlass Black, so I'm really curious to see what the cargo space is on the Cutlass Black. And if the Black flies the way it used to, um, I feel that that ship was a bit more maneuverable and a bit more nimble than the Freelancer. So, it might not be anymore with its size, but uh, I'm curious to see. I'm excited about the, um, the Cutlass Black. Uh, but yeah, like a ship like a 600i uh, is something that, like, you know, once in-game, once in it, um, you know, might make a change over to something like that. I think long-term, ultimately, uh, my goal would be to acquire a merchantman in-game. Uh, mm-hmm. But but again, it's kind of too early to tell, you know. I, I don't really know, you know, how multi-crew is going to work in that respect and, you know, how easy it would be to uh, have a ship like that with an all-NPC crew, for example. Yeah, and, and uh, flight models are going to change. Right, and, right. Um, uh, you know, balance, balancing is going to happen probably when we get to beta. They'll start doing serious balancing, so that's going to change some things. So, yeah, it's... Um, um, it, it, I think it's it's too it's too soon to I mean I think I think it's it's perfectly um, reasonable um, and uh, and fun uh, to commit to a uh, a profession um, to you know an idea but um, uh, especially with something like smuggling how you best express that profession um, right, the right. tools that you need may may not be final yet. No, absolutely, so. and and when you look at something like smuggling, um, you know the there's. The one side of the spectrum, which is you haul legal cargo and stick a few illegal things in there. And then the other side of the spectrum is like, you know, the um, cigar boats from like the 80s that, you know, ran Cocayana from uh, Colombia. Uh, you know, where you just pack the, the vehicle like full of illicit cargo. And so, you know, how you're able to mask the signature, how you're able to avoid, you know, the advocacy is really going to dictate, you know, for, for smuggling, is really going to dictate, you know, what you're going to do cargo-wise. I mean, it may not be practical to, you know, run that uh, that cigar boat, if you will, uh, mm-hmm. full of drugs, uh, you know, or it may be, you know, a very high risk, but a very high reward. So it's a little too early to tell. So it's, for me, it's like I'm, I'm looking at ships that are geared towards the professions I want um, or, or I'm interested in, uh, you know, the Herald uh, being, being a main one. I'm very excited. You know, the Herald, I'm really excited about what they're doing uh, or, or what they're planning on doing with data running, um, you know, with hacking and stuff like that. And I'm very curious to see how that ship is going to uh, work in that respect. Uh, beyond that, it, it's kind of worthless. You know, there's no, the guns are not significant. You're not really able to defend yourself in any reasonable manner. It's The ship is really designed to cut and run. So, 
what they do with info running, what they do with smuggling, honestly, at the end of the day, is really going to dictate the type of ships that that I'm going to be using. Yeah, yeah, and it's um, um, it's uh, that's that's part of uh, of the play, um, you know, uh, uh, on the road to getting there. Remember, yeah. remember, like when you took long road trips as a kid, you know, and you had to like bring along your imagination to uh, <laughs> occupy you. Bring along your imagination. Now there's Go. iPods and, and iPads and. Yeah. I don't need an imagination, Mom. I've got a cellular telephone. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I am happy to announce that Star G Lines is back in business. I'm sorry, what? Star G Lines is back in business. Okay. Oh, the melting what happened. Oh, the melting. But we don't have time to do that now. Um, I, <laughs> just just I, throwing that out there. We'll, s- we'll get there. We'll I'm get there because so when you take that bus, you will get there. That's true. I am terribly confused, though. <laughs> That's what a perfect time to watch a video. <laughs> sure. All right. We can revisit this topic later because I have lots of questions. But um, this presentation is two and a half hours. What is your no, no, plan? No, 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 Jimmy, 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 rest assured, I have I have addressed all of your concerns. Ah, okay. Uh, so, um, oh, put that away. Put that away, you and your zeros. <laughs> um, um, so, um, when I decided, um, um, suggested to you guys that we would do this uh, for this uh, um, for this show, I started to cut up the official presentation video um, so as to make it more watchable. Because there was, you know, suffice it to say, there were some... Uh, some challenges, some, some issues, some issues. Yeah, <laughs> um, was a, and, about a half hour of uh, oh, oh, that's that's not good. Yeah, um, but so uh, idea was to cut it up and and, and make it more um, more suitable to our purposes. And then board gamer happened. Yes, yes, yes. Rapidly becoming my favorite bald headed streamer gamer person ever. Oh, I love I love board gamer. Uh, he's, his, he's good. Uh, his videos he's are the good. greatest. Um, so he put together a and posted a video called Star Citizen Gamescom 200 and, 217, 2017 Gameplay Cut. And so this, this brings it down to an hour, um, <clears throat> and which is an edit of the overall presentation. And so thank ye very hard indeed, Mr. Gamer, for that. So, Jimmy, if you cue that up and bring it back to uh, 000, um, we can... Um, and uh, kind of bring your your volumes down a little bit so we don't bleed through. Um, we can kick caller, this off. Call, caller, turn turn down turn down your speakers. Caller, caller, turn down your speakers. <laughs> Ace, Ace, I know not, I know you're not even on the podcast tonight, but please turn down your volume. <laughs> I am at zero. I am ready when you are. All right, so let's uh, let's go ahead and kick that. Off. Oh wait, well you know everybody at home, um, pause the podcast. Um, and uh, get that video. I'll link it in the show notes. But it is called Star Citizen Gamescom 2017 Gameplay Cut, and it is from Board Gamer, and that's all. That's spelled one word: B O R E D G A M E R. You get it? It's like he plays board games, but he's bored and stuff, and he's bald, and he's from the UK, so he talks good. He does have a delightful accent. He does, and he giggles. I love it. I love it when he giggles. He, he, he's a giggler. Um, all right, so um, while you guys are um, paused and doing that, I'll, I'll sing a quick song. Da 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 da. Bum ba dum bum 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 bum
All right. So um, welcome back, everybody. Um, we're all queued up and ready to go. So, Jimmy, uh, the little white triangle. Are you ready? I am. Three, two, one, go. So uh, this, um, the part that got cut off, this is the um, uh, the guy, uh, character I believe is being played by Glenn. Uh, he's in his Habicube um, and waking up. And so now he's getting ready to, to pop out into the world. And this is on at in Levski. His, on his stylish on, jacket. On Delamar? Del- Levski is Delamar. It's an easy hab, Jimmy. It is an easy hab. And so here they're they're demo demoing the new feature where you can uh, increase or decrease your locomotion with the uh, mouse scroll, which uh, I know a lot of people are uh, very excited about. So that's that's kind of cool. But we we have sort- we have a slight issue. What's that? Every time I push to talk, the video starts over. Can we start at zero at one more time? All right. Hmm. Interesting. It is very interesting, and I'm not quite sure how to fix it. I'm going to have to take a quick second here to figure that out. All right. Well, I'll just talk to the folks at home. So, you ever wake up and look at yourself in the mirror and think, my God, how did I get here? Who is this person I've become? What happened to the dreams I had as a child? What happened to all the things that my parents told me that I could be that never quite happened? This is going to get okay. really dark, Jimmy, if you don't fix this problem. <laughs> <laughs> we're fixed. We're fixed. We're ready. Oh. Let's start at zero. All right. We're starting over at zero again. Okay. White triangle in three, two, one, go. Oh, hey, look. It's the easy hab or it's whatever. the easy hab button Hab a trail or whatever, whatever the heck he's calling it. So, um, and we're going out to where at Levski. We're going out. We're walking down the hallway. And... Um, very stylish wardrobe, I might add. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're you're just seeing the guy now starting to walk, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I said that before they cut to the. Thing. All right, so I we're see. good. I got scared. I got scared. My temporal uh, distortions became all enraged. Um, so yeah, there's there, there's the mouse scroll wheel thing, which is is cool. For- yeah, I um I was really excited to see that. Um, I thought that was really cool because it's like. One of the things that always kind of bugs me about an MMO is, and I think Chris has even said as much, is like you're either running or you're walking and there's nothing in between. And the scroll wheel is a really nice touch um, to allow to to just shift that motion. Because I don't want to run everywhere I go. But in the same respect, I don't want to slow walk everywhere I go. So this is a really cool feature I was excited to see. That's a real immersion breaker for me is like when you you go into a place, into a city, and everybody is sprinting. I Mm -hmm. mean, it's just... No, totally. There's no that doesn't make sense. I mean, we're we're human beings. We don't we don't, right, we don't do run that. everywhere. Um, yeah. One of the things that I like about Star Citizen is the is the scale. You know Moby what I mean? Glass. We're, See, we're, Moby Glass. Yeah, yep, yep. So we're looking at somebody looking at Moby Glass. Uh, NPCs. Um, in let let's gear are really cool to see. Um, seeing them kind of the the AI kind of doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I was saying earlier was that the scale is very cool. What's small is small. What's big is big. And so you want to be able to walk. You want to be able to run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and speaking of the AI, many more AI this time than when we saw this presentation. Uh, essentially, a similar presentation last year at Gamescom. So, I think Chris said that there are two hundred AI. Um, active AI here at Levski, so that's you know that that's pretty cool. 
Now, if I remember correctly, last year they did not show any AI. If I remember correctly, it was pretty empty. Uh, well, we had Miles. Um, right, we had Miles, there, but we didn't was there have a bartender. A, there may have been, but if I remember that it was pretty barren. Uh, we didn't see this. We didn't see AI, for example, going and, and fixing a shopkeeper's, uh, you know, uh, kiosk. You know, right. we didn't see you know somebody sitting on a ta- at a bench with their uh, Moby glass up. Uh, right. This looks a lot more populated, and I believe this is the first time I've seen uh, the verse come to life, so to speak. You know, usually it's it's kind of an empty it's an empty space. It's an empty space where we play, um, mm-hmm. and I believe, like I said, I believe it was an empty space when we saw the demo last year. Um, it was one of the first things that caught my eye in this presentation. Was you know, oh wow, there's there's you know AI wandering about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, so this is Glenn that we're following. We have his point of view because that's going to change. Uh, this is Glenn, and I forget what his character. Uh, maybe I guess he goes by Glenn, his character. But he's going to sure, go. He's going to go uh, meet up with um, a um, um, another character uh, who is. Uh, gosh, what is her name? I'm. Ah, I was going to write it down. I didn't write it down. But she's playing um, uh, another character, and uh, of course, to this point, we don't have female characters in the game, so she's playing a guy, and it's it's pretty funny in in, in places. What's interesting so, is um, I did I did see a female bartender. Um, I don't know what she's got on for um, for a model. Yeah, so the model may be in game. Well, I don't think it's I don't think the the, the skeleton is done yet. No, no, no! In this in this presentation, we'll see when we get there. We're we're working okay. our way okay. towards uh, Miles right now, um, but I could have swore I saw a female bartender in there, but I could be wrong. I really like um, the uh, the way uh, Levski looks. Um, I like the the real kind of bizarre feel with all the individual string lights everywhere and um, very What's bizarre. What are those curtains? What, what are these curtains there? Got little little booths to sit in. Additionally, nice jackets and wardrobes and hairstyles. Yeah, unemployed guys from bands. Mm, totally. Ah, you see, now we switched over to um, to um, oh, what's her name? Oh, we'll find out in a minute, I'm sure. Yeah. Hey, there's Miles. Sit on down. Sitting. That makes me so happy. <laughs> I had thought of you when I saw that. Uh huh. That's that's a big thing, man. It's like I know. you know. I, I, well, it's like I th- I think one of the things that people um, forget is that an MMO or an open world sandbox is a very different type of game than most games that are out there. Um, you don't see a lot of them, you know, and so. Going to like the facial recognition stuff, which we'll touch on in a little bit, um, to things like sitting sitting down, they're a big deal when you're looking to live inside of a of a expansive universe, inside a virtual environment, if you will. Um, and that's a big difference, in in my opinion, uh, of what an, a true MMO or a true sandbox MMO is versus just about everything else that's out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And that's you know one of the, the the things about Star Citizen that makes it special is that it's going to cater to um, a variety of um, of gameplay desires, I guess, um, uh, or styles. Uh, you know, we were talking earlier about the FOIP and how there are going to be some people that that is that's that makes their day. That is like, oh my right. god, that is going to be so amazing for role players and such. For guys like me, I have Track IR. I don't I don't need it. Um, I love. Yeah. Um, 
the way that Miles uh, sends you the details to your Moby Glass, where it's just a swipe from his right. Moby Glass to yours. Very cool. Uh, with the Moby Glass up right now with the new UI, uh, what do you think of the aesthetic? It's a lot smaller now. How, how do you mean? The Moby Glass itself is, uh, has gone from a, a big, bulky-looking unit to a very slim-down oh, oh, bracelet-looking oh, 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 oh. uh, unit. Yeah. My my Apple Watch is bigger. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was really cool. It's interesting. They they did it as I understand it. They did it predominantly uh, to make sure that it was able to seamlessly integrate with uh, clothing and yeah. flight suits and everything in between. So it didn't kind of gum up the works when you were swapping clothes out, uh, which I thought was really cool. And I think it's I like it. I, I think it looks more futuristic when it's really slim like that. Okay, so now here she is. I'm going to turn the volume up so I can get her name. As, as soon as, as soon as you zoom in on her face and you see her lips moving and her emoting through the character, mm-hmm. I was just completely blown away by that. The thing that is so bizarre is I have a friend in RL IRL that looks exactly like that guy. That's funny. And he, I, I wish I could say that he didn't make facial expressions like that sometimes. <laughs> Oh my god. Ah! Uncanny Valley, help! The fact that you're not going to need to use chat in game is huge. Yeah. Uh, that you're actually going to be able to to talk through your character, em- emote through your character, is just incredible to me. I absolutely love that. Um, you know, the fact that, uh, and we'll get to this in a little bit when they suit up, that their voices get filtered through a comm. Um, mm-hmm. the, the distance as the character gets further, the characters get further away from each other, you, you, there's more echo. Mm-hmm. Uh, just very, very cool. Um, these are the things that, you know, to me, justify any sort of delay, you know, and and you can talk about you know um, feature creep, uh, you know. I think Chris is definitely guilty of that, but if it's to really take the game to another place, I'm all for it. It's kind of like Star Wars, like you know, people say, well, what do you think about you know all the all the new movies and and you know these these cartoons and all the other stuff. And in my mind, it's like I will take a Star Wars movie every week as long as it's good, mm-hmm. as long as it as long as it furthers the universe or, or you know is, is well written or well acted or well scripted and I feel the same way about Star Citizen and so when I see something like the, the uh, facial recognition stuff I, I'm like this is amazing and it's great and I'm willing to wait for something like that because it really pulls you into the universe in a way that like no other game does you know it was interesting because it was the first time that I had heard about it that I could remember and Mark yeah, uh, I hadn't with, heard about it with the uh, with the masterful pull um, on uh, next week's show recorded earlier this evening um, it was actually mentioned in a wingman's hangar back in 2013 really? and a, I'm gonna link the the video in the show notes uh, but I'll give it to you too after after we're done nice but it it's uh, same idea uh, uh, webcam. Uh, facial recognition, um, the same thing. And I know that this company that uh, is doing the, the webcam for them uh, is, or and the software also helping with the software, uh, they've been working on this project for seven years. So it's possible. We couldn't find any, uh, any confirmation, but it's possible that this is the company they've been working with all along. Wow. Well, yeah. Chris had mentioned in the presentation that, um, you know, when they created the mocap rig for Squadron 42, that it seemed like a natural 
progression or a natural transition to try and put that into the game. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how much or how little of a delay it, it has caused. It may not have caused much of a delay at oh, all. Oh, I doubt it caused anything at all. Right. I mean, it's like, you know, it's the whole idea of net code and ship design. It's like right. the, the people right, right, that do right. those two things don't do the other. Right, exactly. Um, but it's it's an incredible feature. Uh, I think it's, you know, again, it's, it's you know, next level stuff. It's, it's things that most publishers are not willing to put the time into. Yeah, yeah. That's right. We get to see the Achilla in this. Uh... Uh-huh. So we are running through Dumper's Depot. We are... I love um, I love how desperate or how thirsty the small talk is. Because, you know, yeah. it's like, okay, make small talk. Um, okay. Um, yeah, well, yeah. that's that's weird and great. Sure. Well, Mark and I were there, there you go. That. Right there. That's a female NPC at Dumper's Depot. Uh, turn around, I can't say. Yeah, you missed that when she, they first walked in. There you go. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, her. Well, yeah. Um, in, <laughs> yeah, NPC her. skeleton's probably different than player skeleton. It's Yeah, you're probably absolutely right. Um, well, actually, no, I would think that they would be the same thing, but maybe they're just not ready to have um, the actual player uh, avatar in-game. Well, because the, the NPC character is going to do only scripted moves. Right, right, right. That makes sense. What's her name? I'm, I'm dying here. Someone uh, someone in chat, uh, uh, tell us what the... Oh, that's right. We don't do that. Yeah, we don't do that live. Too bad. See, you could have gotten an easy answer. It's the first time I've ever missed it. <laughs> Stop smiling like that. You're freaking me out, man. <laughs> it's an uncanny valley. Oh, it's... it's Cedric, oh my God, Cedric, what happened to you? You're in a video game. Now she sounds a lot like the uh, mission giver at the uh, science outpost in in current game in two point six. No, no, that that woman has a, a, a sexy British voice. Not um, oh yeah, I mean, I not that this right. not that this young lady's uh, voice is not. Um, um, Audibly, audibly attractive, um, but but she ain't uh, she ain't got that UK lilt to her. It's absolutely fantastic to see NPCs walking around. Um, it, it really just brings the game to life. It, playing um, Star Wars Galaxies lately, um, you know the NPCs are very stiff and rigid. They don't really do much. You know the AI is not terribly smart, so they just look like they're all standing. You know. Stiff, right, right, right. right. Um, so to actually see this, to see them walk through uh, Levski and and see these NPCs interacting with each other and moving about, um, it really just adds a whole other dimension to the game. Uh, are we going to see? We're not going to see any AI in, in the initial 3.0, are we? Mm, I, you know, I I would have said no, but I don't. Um I don't know if that's necessary. I don't. I have no idea. I, I don't think we are. Also, why does Glenn look like a buffed, slightly younger version of Chris Roberts? <laughs> well, because reasons. <laughs> um, we, uh, Mark, and I in the earlier show were saying that a lot of things are because uh, Sandy was wearing tall white shoes with pointy toes. There you go. Oh yeah, uh, the customs area. There we go. 
There's a lot the, uh, moving around. The new UI interface with the um, small white icon is going to make life so much easier. Inner thought, yeah. Yeah, inner thought, yeah. It's just so much easier. There, there is nothing in the world more frustrating than trying to click on that elevator in Grim Hex and mm-hmm. just missing it and missing it and missing it yeah. and, and trying to find just the right angle to get uh, to get the elevator to work. Now, why are these guys just standing there staring out the window? Who knows? It's a long day, you know, um, exhausted, you know, contemplating the universe. Wives left them. <laughs> that must be it. Absolutely. Ah, we got a rover. We, you can have any vehicle you want as long as it's a rover. Current balance 117,500 UEC. Hey, UEC, I guess. Oh, I, also, I also love that you can see what other people are looking at in their Moby Glass. That's right. Diegetic, I, I think, is the, is yes, the fancy yes. word. Very cool. Uh, the armor attachment uh, uh, system is also really nice. Uh, looking at having just the base outfit, uh, the ability to, you know, add and, and take off pieces. Uh, you know, it's going to be cool to, for example, um, go from, you know, space uh, into a, a pressurized zone. And, and I know this seems silly, but just, just take your helmet off. You know, right? And you know, if you're planning on going right back out again, is just take off your helmet and keep the rest of your outfit on, and put your helmet back on when you're going to go back out there. Um, I think that's really cool. And the way that the armor um, in this particular demo builds up is also really cool. Yeah, Melissa, Melissa, thank you, Chris. There you go, thank you, Chris. So Chris in chat uh, says it's Melissa. It's not in chat. It's just actually Chris Roberts. Uh-huh. Ah, so you see, he he, he changed his. Um, well, you know, we don't know that this is that's the final implementation. Well, there's the thing you're talking about where he steps back and voices right, uh, change right, right, right. and the comms and everything to the right, to the left. Um, you know, uh, distances moving further back, um, and yeah, and the filter with the comms is also very cool. A and it's great it's all in game. Uh, criticism I heard, which is I thought was um, was uh, um, uh, worth considering, is that people were saying, you know, you used to have to go to a closet to change your clothes. So how's that going to work if you're just standing out in the middle of, of, of the the open and change your clothes with your Moby glass? It's funny. I was actually just thinking the same thing, where it's like, you know, the attention to detail in the game and and trying to keep uh, keep it from being immersion breaking is seems to be a, a very very much at the forefront of the development of the game. So it does seem odd that you can just pop on your Moby glass and switch out clothes. Um, but you're right, that may not be the final iteration. You may right, need to be right. standing next to uh, some sort of you know closet. Right. Yeah, I'm sure. But, you know, just for expediency at this point. Right, 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 right. Um, I, I do hope that we see that, though, because I agree. It's it's one of those things where it's like, and you can have a locker right at um, you know right at a, a compression or a decompression zone. Uh, you can have a locker in a Habicube. You can have lockers all over the place onboard ships. Uh, you know, so I don't think it's really that much of a hassle to do that. Right, right. Uh, for the folks that are perhaps listening and not watching, like those of you who are driving, <laughs> we hope you're not watching. Uh, the video uh, just kind of update where where we are in the uh, in the narrative. Uh, um, uh, Melissa and Glenn have uh, received their mission from Miles Eckert. Uh, they have gone. They're still at Levski. They've gone outside and they are getting into 
a Ursa rover where, and they're gonna, from here they're going to go out and meet uh, John, who is the pilot of uh, the constellation. She's a John is a friend of Melissa's who has a constellation who is going to transport them to Damar, where they are going to um, uh, continue with the mission. They're 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 charged with getting a black box from a wreck. Uh, <clears throat> I, I think lawyers want it. Lawyers want the black box and are willing to pay for it. So. Uh, Glenn and uh, Melissa are, are heading out there with their friend John uh, to retrieve it. So we are leaving the rover garage and heading towards the Constellation any second now. I've seen this several times. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. The, uh, this is also fantastic. The, yes. The ability to calm in real time with other players through your Moby glass. And it looks beautiful. Yeah. That's exactly what I look like. Oh, yeah, sure. I agree. <laughs> Damn it. There, there's so much that really pulls you into this universe with the way that they're designing the game. Um, and, yeah, the, the ability to real-time calm with people. Just think about, like, you know, the, your, your negotiating skills when a pirate tries to, you know, hijack your ship. Mm-hmm. You know, opening up a comm channel and yeah, no, absolutely. Your role play skills to a certain extent too. Well, that's the thing. Like, like people have asked me, um, you know, do you really like to? You know, you seem to really like to role play, and it's like yes and no. It's like I don't like to pretend. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but I do like to role play, and so like for me, role playing is you know a piece of the ship is is getting broken or, or a section of the ship is being damaged, and I tell someone to go back and fix it. You know, mm-hmm. um, pirates stop me, and I pull up the comm, and I'm like, dude, look, come on, really, seriously, come on, give cut a brother a break. You know, mm-hmm. um, to to be able to role play in the sense that it is applicable to the game is mm-hmm. a thing that I really like. To roleplay for the sake of roleplay, to just make stuff up on the fly is not really my thing, but but being able to apply it in a game, having it be relative to what's going on in the game is just so cool to me. Yeah. So we, uh, we are sort of going around the edge of Levski. Um, the uh, rover looks really good. Uh, the uh, wheels the are dust bouncing. That, the, that the wheels uh, throw up are looks really, really good. Um, they're now up on the landing platform, and uh, John is um, is landing the constellation. He's landed it crooked, so Chris is going to yell at him. Yeah, a little little rough on the landing there, John. Yeah, come on, John. From Let's from go. one from one pilot to another, you got to work that out. Yeah, buddy. yeah, yeah. That's right. No, he drops it hard too. You you better run back to your desk and answer that email from Chris. It's not going to be a good one. So this is very cool coming up here. They are um, dropping down the... The Constellation has landed, and they're dropping down the um, the cargo bay so that the person can go inside. And uh, um, I believe that's uh, Melissa who is leaving the er- the uh, rover to go, and she's going to go up the, uh, the personnel elevator. Now, here's an interesting thing. You go up into the ship... Uh-huh. Um, it, it is not the the crew. The bridge is not pressurized. They're all still in, in uh, flight suits. Mm-hmm. This is something that, like, I'm 
they have. I'm really curious what their plan is with this. As I understand it, all of the ships are supposed to be pressurized. Well, sure. So you would um, like right now the bridge could be pressurized with the door open. Um, then you close the you close the uh, the cargo door, and then uh, the cargo compartment pressurizes. Um, if you were to open the um, the the door to the bridge compartment, then it would automatically depressurize. And if there's anybody in there without a spacesuit on, they're you know. They're right. They're, they got bulgy eyes. Yeah, yeah, no, no, totally get it. But what I mean is that we haven't seen that yet. We haven't, right. um, in, no, in any no. demo or any presentation, we haven't seen, you know, the ships actually pressurize and depressurize, multi-cruise ships, um, right. or, or even larger single cruise ships. I mean, you know, a 300i, um, you know, a, um, a Herald, you know, these smaller single-player ships, uh, the, um, the Mustang. Uh, beta. No, well, you could never get out of the you, at Allstar. You couldn't get out of the um, the building to go to the um, to the spawn pads because you would have to go through the uh, the airlock. And if you didn't have a suit on, you died. Right, right, right. So what I'm saying though is that you know, for example, with Hex, um, you know, or, or any current landing zone, you put your suit on to get out onto the landing pad. But once you get right. into that ship, that larger ship, you know, are obviously you're going to be able to take off your suit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just haven't seen that in game yet. You, you in, seem in any really demo concerned about getting comfortable on your ship. I want to get comfortable. I want to put my, my my silk jammies on, my bunny slippers, <laughs> you know, spark up a stem, you know, and just chill. <laughs> <laughs> turn off the turn off the gravity and just drift, you know. Oh, Glenn's back there admiring his parking job. Mm-hmm. I think I, I mentioned to you that um, on the flight uh, out of uh, out of uh, Sacramento to uh, go um, on vacation, uh, ran into Cheech and Chong. Yes, I, I saw you were... Uh, Speaking of sparking stems... <laughs> you, you didn't really ask them to perform a bit, did you? Would it make you feel uncomfortable? I would I would feel bad for you if you did. All right, then I did. <laughs> oh, Gleep. <laughs> you rake my eye. Still love the bridge uh, of the Connie. Um, it yes! Really, it's just gets such an expansive view. It's so beautiful. It wait until we take off. Now the Aquila, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, has a be- looks like it has a better viewport. Um, it's the exploitation than- variant. <laughs> he said. Yeah, th- I think this is our our first time seeing this ship in game. Yes, it is. This variant, anyway. Yeah, no, yeah, this variant. Because it comes with a rover. Uh huh. So pretty, pretty, pretty. Got a little bit of asset popping there, but not bad. Um, Absolutely, just amazing to watch uh, to watch the ship uh, pull away like that. And then uh, we've got a, a, an interesting factoid coming up here. Um, Chris points out that one of the one of the craters here on Delamar is, um, uh, which is visually a very small portion of this planetoid, uh, is actually the a similar size to the entire world of Skyrim. So scale, yeah. Hello. Yep. The scale is insane. I 
I just feel bad for that asteroid right there because it's not a it's not an attractive hunk of rock. Most aren't. Yeah. You know, you would think that, you know, some of them, most of them are, are asteroids that a, an asteroid mother could love, but not that one. Uh, no, so here's where uh, where Bord did one of his um, his clever edits. So thank you, Bord, for that. So he we have gone from the uh, initial attempt, which is what we saw, to um, the second attempt following the, uh, uh, the crash. It was actually, it wasn't a server crash. It was one of the clients crashed. It was the pilot Pilots, yeah. John's yep. computer PC crashed, and so uh, they weren't able. They were going to continue the mission with one of the other people piloting the Connie, but they weren't able to um, make that transition. So they had to start over, and they sort of speed run through um, the thing up to this point, and then we're now on the second attempt. Which um, now um, is that a new bug, or is that bug like one hundred and thirty-seven? <laughs> I, I think it's it's. It's probably a bug they know really well. Yeah, because once because that that would that's got to be a frustrating bug, or that will be a frustrating bug in game. If you know your captain, uh, you know, loses his connection, you're basically just stuck. Yeah, yeah. Well, stuff like that happens. It happened in two point six. Um, yeah, you know where. So and um, you know if if a client crashes, there's you know you know it's. That arguably is not a, um, a or an issue with the program, beyond that the program needs to be able to deal with that situation. Well, you uh, should be it, able to get into the pilot seat and, and power right. the ship back up and take the ship right. over. I think is ultimately right. is kind of where I'm where I'm going with that. Right, right, right. No, no, it, it definitely needs to be fixed. But that that seems like on the scale of things being broken, fairly fairly small. It's just sure. you know, te- teaching the computer or teaching the. The, the program running on other people's computers to deal with one of their friends disappearing, which is hard. You know, there's there's yeah. the grieving process you have to go through. <laughs> oh, so we have successfully jump. uh, jumped to, um, or not jumped, I guess it would... Uh, quantum. Quantum drove <laughs> to uh, to Daymar, and so uh, we are high above Daymar now. It's um, looks an awful lot like where I was for vacation, so I hope there are no bugs. That'll be interesting to see um, in future iterations, uh, actual critters. Yeah. Well, they, you know, on that uh, happy hour, they developed a bug that looked very similar to what I ran into in the desert. Yeah, except it was like eight sizes bigger, or a hundred sizes bigger. You don't know. Mine was big. I'm scary. sure it was gigantic and scary. It was four in the morning. I didn't have any coffee. Four in the morning out in the middle of the desert is scary, period. That's right. I'm jacked into Germany. <laughs> Glorious, but scary. Glorious, but scary. We, um, the missus and I have had, have driven from um, there's a place we like to go to called Pappy and Harriet's. I'm sure you know about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll go there and have ribs and have cocktails and um, the, the walk back to the cabin is always a um, an interesting and slightly terrifying treat. There are things that eat you there. It's true. It's true. Now we are descending to yes, we are descending to the planet Soyphus. Um, pretty shortly here, we're going to begin seeing the particle effects for the re-entry uh, process, which um, they were having some issues with in the game, the the convention floor demo streamer play thing. They were having issues with it actually showing up. Yeah, just the particle effects weren't showing up. 
Gotcha. So there you go. There you go. Ow, my nose is hot. Ow, ow, that ow. Is a hot nose. Ow. <gasps> uh, uh, I need Vaseline. <laughs> and then and as quickly as it came, it is gone. So this is very cool. Now the atmosphere is not breathable, but there there is obviously in in fact a an atmosphere on this particular moon. Well, there must be something that that would cause your right, nose to right, run. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, on the surface there there are no sand people that I recall, and nobody takes their helmet off. So let's let's just go with that. Yeah, the atmosphere is definitely not breathable, but there is an atmosphere. Yeah. There's something that caused that friction. Now, another thing that I'm curious about in this demo, um, we don't see the waypoint indicator, do we? That that shows yeah. where this. You wreck see, is. there it is. There it is on the sort of lower right. Now it's down near the center. It's like a small purplish. So it's showing the landing zone where they want to. Land. Oh, there it is! Wow, that is very subtle. Yeah. But how do you see that from a distance? In other words, when you know when you jump into an area, is there a different type of marker? Um, because the I thing is, you could come in. You can come in from any side of that planet. What if you come in on the back end of that planet, and uh, that waypoint is you know on the other side? If you've gone past it, it would probably be underneath you with an arrow pointing back. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm curious about the uh, the 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 waypoint um, system. Well, the nice thing is beacons. The nice thing is that they've done this mission so many times in dry rehearsal. <laughs> Listen, that they that don't dude, even need those markers. <laughs> that dude has really got to work on his landing skills, man. <laughs> don't worry, he'll get his. That's true. He does get his. Yeah. Land better, noob. Yeah, get good. What is it? What's his name? James. No, John. John, yeah. John, come on. Work it out, guy. Get good. Yeah, like Poor landings they, punishable by death. When you drop down through the airlock, this is what made me think about it. Uh, this airlock doesn't pressure or depressurize. Uh, again, uh, it's well, probably see it right there. Right there. It? it just it closed right up above him. Yeah, but we didn't see any pressurization. It didn't, didn't the, cycle, no. We yeah, didn't yeah, 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 yeah. No. Which makes me feel like it, we're, we don't have that. Uh, we don't have pressurized cabins in, in 3.0 yet. It's a little thing. Immersion. It's just a, just an observation. Immersion destroyed. I can't slip into my comfy my comfy silks and my yeah. my bunny slippers. Which they better have bunny slippers in this game. That's all I'm basketball saying. Basketball Jones, got a basketball Jones. You see, you took me right back there. Uh huh. Picture in picture is nice. Watching the uh, rover uh, drop down from the ship, and then uh, and then in the smaller picture, watching it drop down from outside the ship. I wish they would have made it a little bit smaller because it seemed to obscure stuff I wanted to see too much. Yeah, I, that happened to me a couple of times as well. Yeah. And you know, the nice thing is that in, in the trip over, um, Melissa's acting got better. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Not really. <laughs> no, she settled, she settled into her groove. That's you know. <laughs> That's what Mark and I were saying earlier. Um, at least we know that none of our developer money is going to pay professional actors. What did uh, what did Mark think of the rover um, as a as a as a marine? Uh, you know, a, a star marine. I'm sure he must have been excited to see that. 
You know what? We didn't. Well, we didn't do the presentation, so it actually never came up um, that I recall happening in the future next week. I don't know why I keep going back to this cup. Like there's going to be some more soda in there. Nope. What kind of soda? Um, soda stream. Soda stream with um, diet energy. Because Interesting. I'm staying awake. <laughs> Watch out for that rock. <laughs> the rover does look really good. Um, the the wheels are are moving, um, you know, nicely. Everything is very smooth. The the dust particle effects are really nice. Um, it looks cool, man. It looks really cool, and the planet looks great as well. Or the I should say the moon looks great as well. And you're right; it does look like where uh, where you would have been vacationing. Exactly. Hey, look, there was a cutlass, or a, uh, I'm sorry, a... Uh, caterpillar. Caterpillar in the game. It's just all beaten up. The boss is talking. Listen to him. It's like, stop speed running. Yeah, Melissa. Calm down. I love the Rex, man. The, I'm really excited to explore them on the different, uh, different moons when 3.0 goes live. That's a convincing-looking wreck, too. It really is, man. It it's is a, a fantastic ship. job. <laughs> it is a broke-ass ship. All smoking and fiery. I'm, I'm thinking you want LTI on that. Now she's starting to whine at him. That's not good. Telling him he can't drive good, just like my wife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which she may or may not have a point, but, you know. I like to uh, I like to point out uh, points on the driving record. There you go, exactly. Gleepster, zero. Mrs. Gleepster. <clears throat> now this Raider is a uh, that was a shotgun that she just loaded, right? That's not the rail. I believe gun, so. Right? The energy, uh, shotgun. energy, yeah, shotgun. yeah, energy shotgun. Yeah, what a great uh, loading mechanic that is. Scout, 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 scout. Mm-hmm. There are sharp things over there. Be careful where you step. It's interesting how the the tinting is different between the two uh, points of view. Yeah, I noticed that too. This guy has a, sort of a little a bit cool, bluer. Yeah, much cooler, cool polarized kind of uh, view. All right, and she's inside and she's looking around. That that's convincing looking wreckage right there. Yeah, really, absolutely. Little, uh, little glitchy on the uh, grabby hands, though. Which I know yeah. we're not quite there yet, but we'll be there momentarily. No, no. It, it, coming up here, they, there's like, hey, look what I got. Well, you got nothing. Yeah, yeah. You, you got, I'm gonna leave now. You got some hands, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah. No, really, I swear, it's right here. Yeah, the 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 damaged ship looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. I need to get back into a little bit more Star Marine. Get my uh, get my pew pew on. Pew pew. Good practice with no consequences. Mm-hmm. Should be the Star Marine uh, catchphrase. Catchphrase. <laughs> I don't know if I've not heard anything specifically about what's going to happen to Arena Commander and Star Marine in 3.0. Is there going to be any changes at all, or is it just going to? 
stay the same. If I were to guess, they're going to finish up Star Marine, um, and they'll probably expand Arena Commander, but I don't think either are really nah. huge priorities right now. Yeah, there's our little glitchy... Uh, no, yeah, well, you don't. You, she sees it, but he doesn't. Yeah, she can see the box, but he can't, yeah. Yeah. It seems like backwards. Glenn, don't do it. Just don't yeah, do it. Seriously, Glenn, come on. Get it together, Glenn. <laughs> but yeah, I would I would suspect that we will see further iteration on both Arena Commander and Star Marine, um, especially Star Marine, because I know they're not finished yet um, with what they want to do. But I think at this point, we're going to start to see those iterations be byproducts of the game proper. I think we're going to we're going to see oh Star Marines updated XYZ or Star Marines Star Marine is is updated XYZ based on the things that we're now seeing in 3.0. Yeah. I think it's it's going to be a bit more seamless now or it's not going to be they're not quite as disjointed anymore. Well, you mentioned, you mentioned the Delta Patcher, right? I have not mentioned the Delta Patch. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching TV while talking to you. I know that's really rude, but yeah, with the Delta Patcher, I think you're exactly right, or should be anyway. That railgun looks heavy. <laughs> no, he doesn't walk well. Now, if you got a bad back, man, I mean, you can't be I, running I around with a carrying with a that big old gun. heavy red thing and I got a railgun on his back. It's like, ugh, I got to put this down and rest for a minute. And now. uh... That'd be great as your character gets older, like if it doesn't die. If your character doesn't like just die, it just gets old after a while. Like you got to put stuff down and rest because your back's bothering you. <laughs> got to like put on some Icy Hot. You got to have like a little donut on your seat because your hemorrhoids. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> okay, don't forget to close. God, God. Everybody forgets to close the door. Oh. Is he sticking her tongue, his tongue out at her? He's doing something over there. Now, as I understand it, they've changed the driving mechanic too. It's not quite so insane anymore. Um, for the, when uh, three goes live, um, well, the only driving we've had to this point is uh, just the buggy and the, the buggy. hangar, right? Which is a nightmare to drive, <laughs> and they are under attack. Under attack! Woo! Get them! Get them! Get them! Yeah, we'll teach you to land, crappy. Er, take that! Take that! You mediocre pilot guy, you. Haha, <laughs> try to run. See what happens. Yeah, that Connie, man. You you, you, you can't just be there by yourself. Yep, you, that, don't, that you don't land good. You two don't gunners. fly good. You just aren't good. You're none good. Should have been two gunners in that Connie. So there. Take that, loser. Now, do, the, do those bits hit the ground and stay there persistently? They're, they're, they're post-up because uh, that's what everybody that owns a Reclaimer wants to have happen. Yeah, that's a good point. That is a very good point. And so now uh, Melissa's uh, freaking out and driving in circles. Poor John. John's dead. Melissa, don't Not picking on Melissa. Melissa's wonderful. Just... Come on, Melissa. Keep it together. That is so cool to uh, watch. Just watching the particle effects for the fire <laughs> landing in front of her. <laughs> just like watching Melissa freak out and drive in circles, going, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I gotta get on the other side of this rock." 
It's funny, but I could totally see that happening. The you know the panic setting in. Railgun. This, this is great though. The railgun from the back. Oh my god, that's so cool. An interesting point somebody was bringing up is like you know when when this ship actually blows up, he didn't even have a bead on it, and uh, the railgun does actually have. You have to lead it a little bit. It doesn't. It's not instantaneous. It's not like a laser. Is it guided though? Like if it's you an just actual kind of projectile. Get, if you get in the proximity. Well, I think I think what happened is whoa, that was nice. Such uh, a nice shot. What happened is is the cutlass sort of flew right into the slug. Thing is though, like, is it a one shot kill? The railgun is it that oh, powerful? Yeah. Oh yeah. There's um there was a um an example in the uh, the game floor demoing where uh, one player shot another player point blank with the railgun and it just like made this enormous dust cloud and when the dust cleared like the player was like flat on his back gone <laughs> just jelly just jelly it was paste and Chris Daymar is like hey, hey hey guys call for help you, you, you probably you, you need some help why don't you call for some help guys back on script Melissa She's panicking, man. I'd say, come on, <laughs> Melissa, keep it together. She needs her bunny slippers. We all need our bunny slippers. This guy reminds me of um, of uh, what's his name from um, uh, Relay, uh, your buddy from the base, um, um, Shiver. Ah, uh, Shiver. Yeah. Except enough. he's speaking with a French accent, so I, that's wrong. Okay, never mind. Yes, it's not even close. <laughs> never mind what I said. Atmospheric combat is going to be um, nausea-inducing, I think. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Let me tell you, in VR, is that, it's even better. It, that's the Aquila down there on the floor, isn't it? On the ground? Um, Straight ahead? I think that's it. Could be. The, 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 the recage... Yeah, huh? Where's it at? Where's it at? Where's it at? At, at, at I, I wonder if I wonder if John survived the crash. Um, he shows up on stage later, so I'm guessing so. I'm guessing so. <laughs> yeah, they should have made him like walk home in the storm. Because that would be cool. Like you know, you're in a ship, it gets attacked, it crashes. You know, I think I did a quantum drive episode about this. Um, but you're you're still alive, like, and then and then now you're in the survival mechanic of the game. That right. is would be really cool to Ooh, me. What's that over there? What's that over there? I don't know. We don't know yet, but it's interesting. So let's keep it's, an eye on that, shall we? It's big, whatever it is. That's what she said. Gonna hmm. need a bigger boat. It's <laughs> a quint joke there. Mm-hmm. Well, I think actually you made the Quinn joke. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that is the uh, the Connie down there. So cool. Hey, what's that? Who are you? <laughs> Melissa only dates guys with addresses. It's true. Look at that giant hole in the back of the uh, rover. It's like a big dent, which is really cool. Uh huh. That's a that's a really nice damage effect. Is 
ship looks great. Um, you know, like this this scene right here uh, reminds me of um, you know something you'd see in a film. You yeah. Know? Or like and like for example, the railgun firing out the back of the uh, rover felt very uh, Firefly to me. Yeah. I don't think we've ever seen an Idris. We saw one fly over Olasar in one presentation. I can't right. remember which one that was. But I, we've never seen it with the landing gear down. Um, right. We've or, never seen a, really seen a functioning Idris before. Yeah. Some would argue that we still haven't, but... <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Yeah. But it sure is cool to be inside of it. Yeah. Wonder how much of the ship is is done because we didn't they didn't do a full walkthrough obviously and and the, the entire ship could be ready I mean if they're flying it around in this demo well they've got to have it for Squadron Forty Two um, right uh, so I don't do you like the Idris I there's I don't aesthetically it does it is not pleasing to eye no it's not a pretty ship you know but the thing is beauty's in the eye of the beholder I mean I oh, I yeah, love sure. my Herald and that's an ugly ugly ship. People just go bananas for this ship, though, and it's been well, you know, it's, for years. It, for years, people have just like you. What are you <laughs> compensating? Uh huh. Exactly. It's not that excellent. Is a, that is a, a big ship. <laughs> had a, had enough of your driving. Let me out of here. Yeah, foreshadowing. It's good that Glenn got out when he did. That's right. I think Glenn had something to do with what happens next. Because <laughs> he doesn't seem all that upset afterwards. And we, did, we didn't see uh, the rover use the gun, which is interesting. No, we did not. Glenn, Glenn's good. Let me get over here so I can watch you go up the ramp. Yeah, that's what I, I'll take some pictures. It'll be great. I'll Facebook them. All right, Melissa. Here you go. Here's your here's your big chance. Now, make you a star. Is, this ramp issue is is a, is problematic for a number of ships, isn't it? Um, Didn't they've had ramp issues bugs? before. Yeah. I don't know um, if it's a ramp thing or if it's a local physics issue. Now, this is going to be a long podcast. I hope you folks are settling in. We're already at an hour twenty. I know. I know. Well, this is almost over. We got not, another not well, Melissa. It goes not well. <laughs> I just like when the ramp beats the crap out of her. <laughs> Glenn is like cheer- jumping up and down over there. Is that dude yeah! cheering in the background? He's like, yeah. It's like, no, dude, it's it's not working. There's a human being is dying there. What are you cheering for? She's on our side. That <laughs> rover is going to get smashed. I like this guy. I, I need to get a better view at this. Hey, that looks that looks great. Glenn's approach to the um, to the address looks fantastic. Mm. Third time. Come on, Melissa. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. By do it, I mean you can't do it. I forget where it is in the demo, but do you notice the um, weathering on the helmet? Mm-hmm. Yes, here uh, we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yes. Yes. So close, Melissa. 
So, so much sand. <laughs> I need a t-shirt that says that. No! <laughs> yeah. That didn't work out so good, Melissa. <laughs> and look at Glenn. Glenn goes, okay. All right. Later days. <laughs> Glad I got out. Yeah. I'm going to go up and talk to the captain now. <laughs> But you notice that Glenn does not have the invisible black box. So, um, and his uh, his railgun is all wiggly. That is a just a gigantic weapon. Hmm. Um. So my friend's dead. Can I come up and say hi? That is a great. Big cargo, uh, well, flight hangar. Not even a yeah. cargo bay. It's just Glenn is just all tore up about Melissa getting squished. Yeah, he seems so so upset about it. <laughs> Closing clearly, the back door. Clearly, he's never heard the "Leave No Man Behind" uh, mantra. No, no. Glenn's like waiting for the uh, for the emperor to come down and greet him personally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not gonna happen, Glenn. Not happening, Glenn. Glenn, figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got places to go, Glenn. Now, what's uh, the max crew on an Idris? That's a really good question because um, in this demo, they only had, I think two or three people crewing it um, which was a thing that people were saying well yeah but this so that's not real and it's like well no of course it's not real but well yeah it's it's you know they're also not in combat the, the ship doesn't need to be fully crewed for a demo like this right but I'm it's a lot because you know it is the the home base for our character in squadron 42 but look at that yeah that's awesome yeah that is awesome I'm lost already I have no idea I hope my Moby Glass has a GPS because I'm. Take me to the take me to the bridge. I have no idea where I'm going. That's an I interesting. That's an interesting joke. question. Take me to the bridge. Oh. Take me to the bridge. You know, James Brown. Uh, Ow! Hit me one time. Hit me two times. Da, da, hit me three times. Da, da, da. Yeah! Um. So that is an interesting <laughs> thing. Uh, are we going to have a mini map? That is going to allow for to help us navigate. Moby glass, Moby glass. I'll bet yeah, you. but you you can't really have your Moby glass. Well, I guess you're going to be staring at your Moby glass while you're walking. Yeah, it makes sense. Stare at your Moby glass while you're walking around the ship or walking around a large area. Okay, so this is the next edit where we went to the second um, uh, uh, part where, of where the Melissa ship. is miraculously on board the ship. Yeah, she's back and better than ever. She's back and better than ever. I don't know if she's still the same character, though. Oh my! You see, this is one of the things where that picture. Get! I need to see the rail gun. What are you doing? Get that out of yeah, there! Get, I keep, I keep really, wanting to touch the screen and swipe it over. Does a terrible job of blocking the front end of the ship. Ugh. Pretty asteroids. But the big spinny globe in the middle of the uh, the bridge there is pretty cool. 
this this guy is not William Shatner nor John Luke Picard. He's not even like Rick Moranis. It's a dark helmet joke. Idris fight. Have you ever noticed that no one ever calls Idris Elba Idris Elba? That's true. And he's from the UK, so... Uh-huh. America for the win. Oh, it's... You know what? In in space like that, that's a that's a pretty. Sh- oh, look at that! Look at that! Whoo, whoo! See them fighters all scrambling. Yep, looks good. And Glenn is still running around like a like an idiot. I gotta go bathroom. Where's the bathroom? Come on, Glenn, work it out. Just go in your pants. It's the future. They take care of that. Now the what is large, that? It's like some sort of a laser weapon. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the large the the really large ship uh, combat is going to be really interesting to see. Yeah. See, that's, again with the laser, that's not the railgun. That's a laser of some sort. And then now it looks like he's just like throwing gladiuses at it. Here, get him! Get him! Oof. Thing is, the, the shielding on those ships are has got to be pretty powerful. Well, they—that was another criticism—is people were saying that they had the sh- the shields no opted because they they wanted to reduce the time to kill, right? Because otherwise, it would have been a twenty-minute you know cap ship battle. What happens if you live on that capital ship and it gets blown up and you've got to jump to go somewhere else? You lose your soft bunny slippers. <laughs> yeah. That makes me sad. And do you have insurance on your bunny slippers or do you have to go back to Grim Hex and buy them? My jammies like, have LTI. Woo! I like the idea of thinking that you can only buy bunny slippers at Grim Hex. <laughs> that Ooh, is a spectacular that is nice. explosion. That is so nice. Oh my god, I'm looking forward to not being too close to those. <laughs> and so now, oh, so he just came out of the turret. That, that appeared to be a turret that worked. Oh my god, when did that happen? Well, to be fair, the ship wasn't moving around very much. <laughs> yeah. Like the old Star Wars thing where you turrets work fine as long as you're heading forward. Exactly. I think we get, but we get one more. We get a reprise here, thanks to the uh, the Mister Gamer. You're all clear, kid. Let's blow this thing and go home. Thanks, Han. You just wait. I'm gonna hit puberty any day now. Dun 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 dun. 
Now, those, back, now they're, from the their day. comms seem to stay open the entire no time. No suit if, there. Yeah, no I, suit. I noticed that too. No suit on that on that character. Um, I wonder if the comms stay open based on grouping. So, like, if you group with someone, those comms are going to stay connected. Oh, sure. I mean, you'll be able to, to um, through Spectrum, uh, do the, all the... Right, right. Custom channels and whatnot. How it's working now, I have no idea. They might, you know, they might even be using. No, they couldn't be using uh, Discord because. Um, oh, this is. Did you hear Chris? He was like, "Oh my God, this is not going to work." I'm just warning you, it's not going to work. It's not. It can't work. It's. A, oh my God, it might work. Oh, he. Yeah. Chris is like, <gasps> after after the night we've had, this isn't going to work. It's just going to crash and burn. So everybody just get used to it. Yeah, if you listen real hard, you can hear Chris get moist. Yay! That was very nice. Both of them. Both of them return yeah, home. Yeah, both of them come in and land just fine. Yeah. Keep expecting Mark Hamill to get out of one of them. Old man Colton. Although it's weird, that one in the front there, it looks like it actually like sunk into the deck. Bugs. Bugs. That was a great presentation. It's like nothing went wrong in the middle of it. <laughs> it's like you never would have guessed. It's funny. I didn't watch the presentation live, and, and I had seen some buzz on Twitter, and people were like, oh, you know, oh, the demo, it's a big problem, blah, blah, blah. And then I went and watched it, and I was like, um, somebody's client crashed. It's not the end of the world. Yeah, well. Although you could see it, Chris was definitely sweating it up there. I mean, compared to holiday live stream, uh, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah, anything is going to be better than a holiday live stream. Let's be real about it. Which I went out and searched for again today, and it's still not there. <laughs> it's like it's like the Star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> yes. You'll never see it again. Yes, except in in in, in uh, a friend's basement when his mother's not home. Exactly. That is a nice looking. Look at that! Oh no, I wanted to see it fire. I have this fascination with railguns. Boom. Did you have you ever uh, watched the um, Expanse uh, TV series yet? No, I want to. Um, I just have not had the time. There is a scene in one of the earlier episodes where the ship that the crew is on takes a railgun shot. And it goes through the entire ship. It just makes now, a perfect hole all the way through the ship. Nice. Now, let me ask you. I had watched, um, I think, one episode of The Expanse. Um, and the acting seemed pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. so it, it's but it's, I had watched an episode of um, Killjoys. This is the, the, the second, I'm sorry, the, this is the second. The second, thing. right, the second destructo of... Uh, of uh, second, the abbreviated uh, second capital ship battle. Uh-huh. Which is just fun for the explosions. Oh yeah, lots it's of. Not, it's not tactics or anything like that. It's just you know, keep keep your finger on the trigger until something explodes. Have you seen Killjoys? I have not. Oh, and that is it. And that we is are done. It. We are done. Thank you again, Mister uh, Mister Board Gamer. We really appreciate you 
going to the effort to um, uh, to put this uh, gameplay cut together because it made it so much easier for us to watch it together. So uh, absolutely, bravo, sir, uh, bravo. Well played, well played. Um, no, the reason why I was asking is because I had watched an episode of Killjoys and um, it was horrible. Hmm. The acting, yeah, like. I had started to watch it, and I was like, oh, cool, this is very similar. You know, the look is very similar to Star Citizen. That's great. And then as I as I started watching the show, I was like, wow, the storyline is atrocious, and the acting is even worse. Um, with The Expanse, I, I had seen just one episode. I think I saw the, um, the uh, first episode. And the acting seemed to be noticeably better, but I just haven't had a chance to go back to it yet. Now, The Expanse is the one where you've got Earth, Mars, and... Um, the belt and the belt. Okay, right. Okay, yeah. So it is the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, the acting in that seemed to be uh, Thomas uh, James is in that, right? Yes, yes, he is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the acting in that was pretty good. So yeah, I'd like to get back to that. Sure. Yeah. No, it is. And in the first few episodes, you know, it's just you know people getting to know each other and stuff. Right. Um, right. And so it's it's a little bit. Uh, but no, they they all do a, a really good job. Um, uh, I don't know if you've listened to any of the shows that Mark and I have done, but um, I I have uh, Mark Mark labeled me. He he called me out. I have a James Holden anger boner, um, and it's it's big as an Idris. Let me tell you. Um, wow. And uh, uh, the the gentleman who plays Holden in the TV show uh, <laughs> does an excellent job of of uh, of continuing that that uh, boner. Um, and sure. Uh, and uh, I've heard him interviewed, and he is like the nicest guy you know that you'd ever you'd ever want to meet. You know, he like lives on a simple farm someplace, and he doesn't even, he doesn't even have a cell phone. He reads books and stuff, and it's just like wow, nice. So, but anyway, so anyway, yeah, the, the quality, the performance quality is is really good on that. And um, uh, I'm not sure when. Um, when season three is going to start. But speaking of seasons, I know you watched last night, right? Of course. Oh, my God. We, it, we're at 137. We can't go any longer. Um, but we will next time. Uh, we'll recap uh, this season and, uh, and what happened. Uh, because I was gone last week. Um, right. Uh, so I saw uh, the last two episodes last night. And, uh, boy, that was some quality TV watching right there. Oh, yeah. We're talking about Game of Thrones, of course, to those of you who um, maybe wonder, what are these idiots talking about? Um, the, um, the, the, I'm not going to give anything away. I'm just going to say the Stark story arc was incredibly fulfilling. Yes, yes. And interesting in uh, that it ties into uh, some aspects of the books that uh, folks, a few, including myself, a few years ago were saying, uh, okay, well, what happened to that guy? Where did that right, character go? Right, right, right. That's a pivotal character. You can't just not have him. Um, right. So they uh, they managed to solve that problem last night. So anyway, we'll we'll t- we'll talk about that then uh, uh, next time that we get together. We'll um, I still have my um, my predictions for uh, that I wrote uh, starting at the beginning of this season about what I believe was going to. Well, actually, it was actually the, after the first episode. I believed that um, I had a vision and uh, I immediately knew what was going to happen through the rest of this season and uh, through the end of the uh, the total series uh, next year. Um, and uh, only about 93% of it has actually been uh, shot to uh, crap by this point. So, 
But, nice. But it's fun. It's fun. So, all right. Well, um, I th- you know that was enjoyable. I, I liked it. I think um, I think uh, Mark and I uh, we sort of agreed on. Um, we we thought we had a good time watching all the content coming out of Germany. We thought that the that it was a good job. We we both gave um, uh, gave CIG a solid B uh, on uh, you know presentation and content. We think. Uh, that um, uh, you know, there was there were a few highlights. Uh, nothing that uh, that really um, that really uh, 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 you know jaw dropped. I mean, it was you know the Idris uh, battles were were awesome, uh, but not surprising. Uh, the Foip stuff uh, was was unexpected um, and very very cool, but um, not uh, you know I didn't um, I didn't call my grandma and wake her up and say, oh my god, you got to look at this. Um, so, but um, I don't know. What do you what, what do you think? What do you give it for the uh, entire entire thing? Uh, I think, you know, there's always a balance between reality and expectation. And I think that uh, all of us are guilty of whenever a con rolls around, um, Gamescom Gamescom or um, Citizen Con, uh, you know, we we build up in our heads, you know, what our expectations of of what we want to see is. Mm -hmm. And and I think to some extent we're always a little bit disappointed because, you know, the game's in development and, you know, there are things that they want to show that they can't or things that just aren't ready and yada 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 mm-hmm. uh, I, I thought this was a, a great presentation um, I was very surprised uh, by the uh, the emote stuff by the the uh, motion capture the face FOIP FOIP, FOIP. right thank get you get used FOIP. to that we're going to be using yeah. it a lot you'll be using it a lot yeah <laughs> uh, I thought the FOIP stuff was really cool uh, I, I, you know, I, I thought it was fine, you know, um, just like I thought CitizenCon was fine, you know. Uh, it's one of those things where it's like we get a little bit more insight into the game than we do in the normal week-to-week where we actually get to see, um, you know, uh, play demos, which is really cool. Uh, and I think like everybody else, you know, I'm just kind of, you know, waiting on bated breath for the first iteration of 3.0. Yeah, well, you keep a keep an eye on that bug counter. Mm-hmm. True. All, all right. Well, very good, very good. So we'll we'll do this again, I'm sure. Uh, come CitizenCon, which is um, I think it's actually two months from today, if I'm not mistaken. Is that a? Because I believe CitizenCon is on a Friday this year. Oh, that's so, right. It's October. Yeah. No, it's it's not far off at it's, all. Uh, well, no, it's going to be two weeks from yesterday, the 27th. So or oh, two really? Months, two months from yesterday. two months, two months. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm sure we'll we'll do this again just because it is fun and. Um, uh, I think a great way to uh, to cover the content. So, all right. Well, please do go to engine.com. Uh, they are the quick, easy, and free solution for hosting your community website. That's e n j i n dot com. Be sure to check out Star Citizen the Base Radio at thebase.sc, where you can find rebroadcasts of our shows happening throughout the week. Go to the INN and learn some things. It can be found at imperialnews.network. You can reach us. You can reach the show. You can reach the podcast. You can email us. Comms at versecast.org is the place. On Twitter, we are at versecast. Be sure to use the hashtag TGWS. To join our org, go to robertsspaceindustries.com slash org slash versecast. On the spectrum, you can find us. We are robertsspaceindustries.com slash spectrum slash community slash versecast. On Steam, we are those guys with ships, and do be sure to check out our Star Citizen Gaming Community website. It is firstcast.org. My name is Gleep, and all my contact information is in the show notes. Ace? Come on, you gotta get, get wing this. You gotta, you gotta create a monster. You gotta... Ace is not here tonight. No, you, 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 you have to be Ace. Oh, you have, oh, you have to create oh, a you monster. Want me to create a monster. Wow. Okay. Um, spider. I, uh, a spider. A spider. Big, big, scary spider. The the, the the stuffed sausage spider. <laughs>
This is a, a, a spider that is, is made of freshly ground sausage stuffed into a skin. Uh, the skin has eight legs. It is uh, plus 12 to, um, uh, to creepy. Gerd. <laughs> to girth. Yeah. And plus 16 to girth. Ew. <laughs> Good All right. night, Gracie. Yep. Back to bed, Ace. Jimmy, <laughs> where can the fine folks find you? Uh, you can find me most chatty over at Twitter at Jimmy Croker. Uh, Quantum Drive is back. Yay! Um, I am now on episode four. Uh, it's every Thursday night, 9 p.m. PST on uh, the base. Uh, I am also in all of our uh, discords and spectrum chats hanging out. Uh, so pop in and say hi. Uh, the first three episodes uh, took me through a story arc with uh, the one, the only Turd Ferguson. Uh, and uh, Jackson is stuck in the Stanton system, uh, broke and trying to rebuild his reputation. So check it out live this Thursday night. Awesome. Okay, until next time then, we are Those Guys With Ships, and this has been the Versecast. See you guys. Toodles! Have you ever been to Germany? No, my wife has, and I'm very jealous. She said it's beautiful. She said it's one of the cleanest cities she's ever been to. She was, uh, she was in uh, uh, Berlin. Ah, okay. All right, very good. <laughs> yes. She loved the country. She loved the land. Berlin was a beautiful city. We have not geography. No, we can't geography much. The earth is flat, right?